0: Welcome to the Meverly Benjamin Talk, where I provide cutting-edge solutions to individuals and corporate organizations. Here is where I help you to wake up and turn your life around. Join me as I share more on what it takes to be an effective manager when it comes to your life, time, and finances. So welcome back to Meverly Benjamin Talk. And I'm going to advise you what to do and what not to do when you're starting buying a house. It's quite simple, actually. So when you're buying a house in the Netherlands, try to buy it with one income. Why do I say that? If the other party, if maybe your wife or your husband, your girlfriend, your boyfriend um, doesn't have a job anymore. You're the only one having the income in the house. You're the only one paying the bills um you need to be capable to still pay the mortgage because what you don't want is to lose your house have a huge debt with a bank and have no roof over your head so try to buy the house with one income don't do it a double income so if your income is only prepared to that you're only prepared to buy a house with 150,000 euros don't over spend that amount So don't go buy a house of 200,000 euros when you can just spend 150,000 euros. So that's very important to hold your limits on that, that you do not overspend. And the second point is do not lie about your student debt. I know, I know the student debt is something else. And it is the thing that is hurting our students. One, you know. Student finance changed the law that, you know, when you're getting money, the basic income also is a loan. So you need to pay it back. So you have a huge student debt. The average was calculated around 30,000 euros. So, but if you do lie about your student debt, I know they can't find out at the moment. But believe me, there will be a system soon enough. But if you do have a student debt and you lie about it, you there is something called national hypotheke guarantee. In the Netherlands, I repeat, national hypotheke geransing. This is a sort of guarantee yeah, when you lose your job or not, not really when you lose your job. When you are getting a divorce and uh, both parties are leaving each other and yeah, you can't pay the mortgage anymore and there is a debt coming out of that. That kind of national hypotheke they will cover up for that bill. And there are many more regulations that we cover up for you. It is quite tight, though. You don't just get it easily, though. But you do pay a huge sum. So when you are getting the mortgage and you put uh, another 2500 I think it's now 2500 if you put that money down, you will get this kind of guarantee that when you divorce your wife, if there is a debt or somebody falls, there, you know, you will get a guarantee that your mortgage will be paid or that the debt will be taken away from you and another point is do not use all your savings you know buying a house always has some unseen expenses you might see that there is a crack in the wall somewhere or your gas system is not working correctly so when you spend all your savings and something happens after you have bought the house and you don't have backup plan oh that's a big mess because one you need to have like you need to have the gas line working this very it's very dangerous if it's not working or something so such things you don't use all your savings and you never know what will happen with your job or so always have a backup yeah So if you are saving 10,000 euros for that house, make it 15 so that you have always have a backup plan. It might always increase all the things you need to do to decorate or to renovate your house. might fall up higher, but if you don't have any background, you won't finish it. Then you'll be living in a house that is damaged. And the third point, I'm going to give you a good tip now. Buy your house around November or December ending of the year so so that when you get your return back in the period of May, June, latest 1st July, you don't have to wait that long. So for instance, if I buy a house here yeah, in 2020, April 2020, I need to wait a whole year to receive my returns because there are some returns you get back when buying a house here. Yeah? If you need to wait a whole year, you know that money I could have used to have a backup plan, one. And two, the money can be used to decorate the house. But if I buy my house in November or December, yeah, I just have to wait a maximum of what, five to six months instead of a whole year. So if I decorated or renovated like two, three rooms or I did the kitchen, the bathroom and all the uh, the main things and I left the other ones out because I'm waiting for my return, I don't have to wait that long. So that's a kind of good tip I'm giving you. So keep that in mind. Always wait to the last bit of the year. But you do need to know when you go to the notary, it's always busy at that moment because everybody knows this. <laughs> but for those who doesn't know yet, this is the tip. Keep it in mind. Thank you for listening to the Mevly Benjamin Talk. Make sure you follow me on all social media platforms at at Benjamin. Are you looking for a curated financial advice? Contact me via mb at at mevliadjbenjamin.com.